Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Oh, boy. So much to live up to. You know, the number one New Year's resolution is losing weight and getting better shape, eat better. Yeah, the, uh, neural vegetative habits. And uh, really important you do that. And uh, I encourage you. I think New Year's resolutions are great because it speaks to the capacity for we human beings to change. But something else I would love to stick in everyone's stocking. I can't give the gift unless I pray for it. But it's the gift of the power of Jesus Christ. Remember he said, and he walked on water, you could do this and more. Turning stone into bread, water into wine. Yeah, that'd come in handy, wouldn't it? Particularly on New Year's Eve. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I hope that you have set your resolutions. I wish you the best for your personal success. Let's hope we can do the same thing for taking our country back. And you are listening to, obviously, the Common Sense Show. And uh, this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, ex-combat Marine, ex-military contractor, and former DHS, and been at the border, done the wars with Antifa in the crazy Northwest. And uh, he's kind of done it all. And so uh, we combine our knowledge, abilities, talents, information, and we're trying to create a good roadmap for you to follow. And before we join, Doug, got to take care of a little business first. Uh, one of my predictions is we're going to see more food shortages in the United States. How severe it's going to get, I think that's a real unknown. But listen, I'm telling you, folks, if you don't get the food, you're going to live to regret it. And there's, and do you think, do you think Biden's going to help you? With what you've seen, what you've seen, you know, he he um, pardoned six people that were over sentenced for minor drug charges. I support that. I thought that's the first damn thing he's done that actually helped an American. But aside from that, it's the Biden crime family. They're prostitutes that are running our government. Um, so they're not going to help you. You need the food. Go to food with Dave. Dot com. That's foodwithdave.com. You get 25-year shelf life, restaurant quality, 2,000 calories per day, and lots of diversity in the food. That's foodwithdave.com. Oh, did I mention $250 off the three-month emergency kit? If you order in three-month increments, you get the savings all the way through. So foodwithdave.com. Also, too, uh, the grid, the grid, the grid, the grid. Uh, Doug has done a marvelous job over the last year warning you that grid stuff was coming. And here as we approach December, remember, the grid stuff started happening, the beta tests. And uh, are you ready? Because you may have to scavenge for water. So that's why we offer the best water filtration there is, the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's got a great discount. Uh, it's number one. They publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And we highly encourage you to get prepped in food and water. And then finally, <laughs> this is a big finally, when we suffer, can we suffer in some comfort? The Lindell people, as you know, contacted me and said, how would you like to offer great savings to your audience? They support our efforts. and Absolutely. Glad to do it. Uh, at least 50% off. At least. Like with the slippers, oh, my gosh, they're over $90 retail, and now they're going for under 28 Yeah, check it out. Check it out. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Coupon code Hodges for all those discounts. So MyPillow.com, backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And don't forget, look up our merch store, DaveHodgesMerch.com and Dave10, and it's got all our sayings on it. And by the way, I'm soliciting from our audience 
new sayings that we can put on our merchandise. You know, we got the can't dodge the Hodge, freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Drop me a line, Dave Hodges, the common sense show.com. Make your suggestion, but please don't make it pornographic because sometimes my wife reads the emails. All right, so we got Doug with us, and what we're going to cover today are the Council on Foreign Relations, boo, hiss, hiss. We're going to cover their top ten list, and Doug and I got the knives out, and we're going to do some carving. Doug, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I can't wait to see what 2023 looks like. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a negative Nancy at times, <clears throat> but I think you and I uh, have... I don't want to say the word predicted, but we have been able to prove um, through our proofreading of the signs and the times that bad things are coming and it's not slowing down and it's going to get worse. Yeah, and I, I don't think that makes us pessimistic when we say that. That's just reality speaking. So what I have is the top 10 most significant world events from the Council on Foreign Relations. The New World Order itself. So we're going to go through the top ten lists. We're going to start with number ten first. Yeah, let's let's start here with ten. Okay. Turmoil rocks British politics. It is never good when a prime minister's tenure is measured in uh, Scaramucci's. But that was the United Kingdom situation in 2022. The country whose empire once spanned the globe had three prime ministers in just two months and also lost the world's longest reigning monarch. The proximate cause for the turmoil at 10 Downing Street was more than 50 members of Boris Johnson's government resigning in July to protest the seemingly endless parade of scandals on his watch. He agreed to resign and was succeeded by Liz Truss. She lasted just 45 days the shortest tenure of any uh, British prime minister in history. Yeah. Liz, Liz Truss also holds the distinction of being the last prime minister that Queen Elizabeth II asked to form a government. Liz Sorry. Truss won the job and she won a job in the internal conservative party election. Um, let me see. She sealed her doom when she immediately started slashing taxes. How dare her? The move sent the value of the British pound plummeting, and Rishi Sunak, who helped engineer Johnson's downfall, got the honor of trying to pick up the pieces as Britain's first prime minister of color. He faces daunting headwinds. Britain looks to be in a recession with inflation running at 15%, and also the skyrocketing energy prices from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The bigger problem and broader cause for Britain's turmoil is that Brexit has not produced the economic bonanza that proponents promised. And now the remainers are saying, I told you so. Yeah, I think we can kind of, we're getting some echo in the background there. Not sure what's causing that. The gremlins are out. Do you hear that? Always. No, no, nothing on my end. I don't know why I'm getting this on my end. Let me here try to make one adjustment here. We don't usually have these problems on the radio end. It's usually on the TV end. Okay. Okay, am I coming through okay? Yep. Okay, and I'm not hearing that anymore. Okay, my adjustment worked. All right. Um, you know, the problem with Liz Truss is she lost trust. No pun intended. Um, she said one thing and did another. She was a typical politician. Tell the people what they want to hear. Tell your colleagues what they want to hear, and then go do what you want. And she didn't have the power base to get away with it. I think it's a really simple issue. And Queen Elizabeth was near death, so I don't know how cognitively coherent she was. I think it was a terrible choice. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. It's a lot more important to the Council on Foreign Relations than it is to me. And I'm being very serious. Britain is already lost. Liz Truss had nothing to do with it. There are lockdown laws. There are First Amendment that, that don't have violation laws. Uh, can't the, Like that one lady, she's standing in front of an abortion clinic not saying a word, and they arrest her because they thought she was praying. I mean, well, that, yeah. that's the U.K. Yeah, the U.K. has turned into a complete police state, it an is. absolute police state. There's no way around it at this point. Um 
Britain has lost whatever freedoms it had. Okay, so let's go to number nine, and let's try to save the most time for the juicy items. All right. Um, Pakistan, political, economic, and climate crisis racked Pakistan in 2022. So more or less with Pakistan, I'll, I want to go ahead and just sit, state that they had uh, a failed assassination attempt. They had uprising. Pakistani officials were struggling to solve the di- uh, the debt crisis, and the International Monetary Fund approved a bailout package for them. However, Pakistan owes roughly thirty billion to China alone. So, with the Belt and Road Project, because of what happened in two thousand twenty-two, Pakistan is now owned by China. There's no way around it. So they are they are yoked up with China. We had this. Um, Feudal war back and forth between Pakistan and India and also India and China. I think the goal now that Pakistan and China are on level playing grounds with each other is to get India to uh, capitulate and then India, Pakistan and China become a super state. That's what I that's what I kind of see as a prediction. Well, I see that as a. uh, a, uh, here we go again with the reverberation. Um, wow. Okay. Okay. I see this as a matter of um, colonization by China. And I see it from Pakistan's point of view. They can ride that crest for a while and be better than they were. But at the end of the day, they'll end up like all Belt and Road states, broke and in debt to China. And China controls right. their resources, and China controls their government. So I, I don't think they're, you know, I mean, I think it's a short-term gain for long-term pain. That's how I would look at it for Pakistan. With India, I don't see them capitulating. The cultures are too different. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Council on Foreign Relations is, again, overreacting to that issue. Well, the, the thing to the point out is that Russia, China, India, and Pakistan are all part of the BRICS nations. Well, that, that so, brings control to Russia. It, it does, but even though we say it brings control to Russia, it solidifies control to China. Because Russia can be a standoff superpower, but China refuses to be. Uh, they refuse to be in the shadow of Russia. They want to be co-heirs. But eventually China will, you know, try to overtake anyone that can be any semblance of uh, similar power. So we know that eventually yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Russia doesn't go the war Russia doesn't go beyond regional imperialism. They've got no, they their butt, they've got they're their butt kicked for, every time they've done it. Yeah. They're out, they're not out for world domination. China is. And I'm almost fairly certain that Russia doesn't want to be dominated by China. So that war will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, right, the so. bottom line is the final war, if things go as they are, will be between Russia and China and however whoever lines up with them. And um, that will be for control of the world policeman status. And I think that's obviously well planned by the World Economic Forum uh, Pakistan has no chance to become a dominant power. India doesn't have the ability to project military power on a global scale. They have nukes, and that's as far as it goes. So China will be the winner in that region. So as I think this through again, I don't see India giving up their control, but they could very easily find themselves in a much secondary status to China. Well, I mean, India is a very poor state. Um, 90% of the people live in impoverished regions. Uh, I would say 90% of India is impoverished. Uh, they probably have some of the worst uh, diseases in the world. So, you know, if you were able to alleviate that stress, I think you could bend the, the knee of a government, even one as hard-headed as India. I mean, we're talking about progressive. The whole world is progressive now. And everything is going towards progressive uh, progressivism. So, you know, just like how China meddled in our elections and got Biden, 
they can meddle in India's elections and get their guy. That's my view on it. Okay. All right, number eight. Humanitarian crisis deepens. Russia's invasion of Ukraine focused attention on Ukrainians fleeing their homeland for a security abroad. The coverage helped obscure humanitarian and refugee crisis elsewhere in the world, and some 32 million people around the world currently are refugees, meaning they have fled their native country because of persecution, conflict, or violence. So the humanitarian humanitarian situation that is in Ukraine, they say it's similar to Syria, Afghanistan, South Sudan, and Yemen. I think that's a bit over-exaggerated. It's over-exaggerated, yes, but it's under-exaggerated on the other part. Here's the difference. Yemen is not likely to get us into a nuclear war. Ukraine could. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time yeah there there's a geopolitical difference here is that there are elements of ukraine that the united states and nato refuse to let go of and it's also a launching off point next door launching off point for nato forces to strike you uh to strike russia and I don't think Russia will allow that. I don't think Russia can allow that. So the humanitarian crisis, I mean, let's talk about this for a second. If you're, if you're still paying attention to what's going on in Ukraine and the war, half of this country is evacuated. The looting, half of the, or, or I think it's almost three quarters of the infrastructure for the country is no longer working operably. Uh, that includes internet. So with a lot of the infrastructure down in Ukraine, we're seeing a huge humanitarian crisis coming with dysentery, cholera, the spread of other different types of diseases. Um, then you also have the mass graves, where you're going to find the the very unfortunate, you know, 
whole cities destroyed that have to be bulldozed and restart. But, you know, while they they scream and cry humanitarian uh, crisis situation, I was watching a video the other day of the Russians as they were coming in through the Donbass region, and they already have half a city rebuilt in a year. Uh All all brand-new apartments are fully furnished for all the people that were living there. And the buildings that were destroyed came from the Ukrainian artillery striking the residential areas. Yeah, listen, war is always devastating. If I'm not mistaken, 4 million Vietnamese died, and probably 90% of those people were no part of the conflict. It's a tragedy whenever this happens. Uh, Putin was wrong to do what he did. And here's what the CFR is missing. Joe Biden is a 50% contributor. If Joe Biden would have said, no, we don't have any plans to invite Ukraine into uh, NATO, he could have taken away uh, Putin's leverage, his reason for being upset, and, and Biden antagonized the conflict to happen. You do this and we're coming after you. Remember when he slipped up and said, regime change, regime change, and then the White House walked it back. And then just the other night, Lindsey Graham, total rhino, corrupt senator, he he even called for regime change. So what would you do if you were Putin? <laughs> I, 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 I probably would have done the same thing. I don't think Putin has much of a uh, a shot if he wants to keep um, if he want to keep if he want to keep the semblance of what territory is still currently his, he has to push back, or NATO is going to take everything away from Russia, and then Russia is going to be surrounded. And at that point in time, should we ever choose to move in on Moscow, it's right there. It's what a couple hour drive. And then we're there to Moscow. So, you know, militarily speaking, I understand him wanting a buffer zone. Uh, Every country wants a buffer zone. Not all countries get them. But I don't know, man. I I see this as being a, a growing threat. And the displacement of Ukrainians. Hey, here's a question for you. We were taking Afghanistan refugees and bring them into America knowing the crime was going to happen and knowing what kind of crime, like rape, was going to occur, and it it did. And has that been offered to the Ukrainians? Have we offered to take in all the Ukrainians? I don't think we we have. We will. Well, here's the thing is we we can't – our nation cannot afford it. And the, the elite know this. The politicians know this. All right, Here, so moving on. Let, before you go on, let, let me respond to that. And I agree with you. Um, and I'm going to expand a little bit on that point you just made. The This war is being directed by the banking interests, banking cartel in Europe, the Rothschilds and the remnants of the Rockefeller Industries. That's who wants this war. They profit from it. Yep. Yep. Okay, and it carries over into the American military-industrial complex with a lot of overlap. Their agent for administration is the World Economic Forum. And the World Economic Forum has even said things like, we need a major mass extinction event. Too many people on the planet. I can't believe they even said it, but they did. Harari was the one that said it, number two guy. So what we have here is the Western nations – Europeans, America, they would sacrifice their people to achieve this goal. Now, they're disguising it as, oh, this is all about climate change, taking away your energy. Okay, that's one sacrifice that's being put on the people. And people are going to die because of these energy policies. But the biggest thing with war, hey, the World Economic Forum wants a major mass extinction event. So they want a world war. So Biden is their, can I say this? Biden is their itch with the B, but he is. That's exactly who he is. He's owned by these people, and and as long as he does what China says and what the WEF says, he and Hunter don't get exposed. And and so this is 
the leverage they have, Doug. And 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 this is why the world's in the position it's in. Uh, the WEF wants a major war. We will have a major war. The decision that you and I are going to have to make is, are we going to let our children be drafted? And I say no and hell no. Well, the right to... Um, the right to say I, I choose not to be a part of this war is going to be taken away from a lot of people. Well, then I guess we have to fight. Yeah. Fight who, though? Whoever's trying to take my children. Well, and once again, here comes more conflict, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we already know everything's turning progressively communist very quickly. And all dictatorships eventually force young men and sometimes women into martial status, Mm -hmm. and they force them to fight, or they are put in prison, or work camps, or they're killed. I can't say, I don't want to say, let me rephrase that, I don't want to say that America eventually will look like communist China. But with the more influence that we have from communist China, then we are going to look like it. Uh-huh. And everybody will eventually serve. We're already there. You know, I was actually thinking about this in a galactic sense, and I know this sounds kind of silly, but bear with me. I was thinking about what Michio Kaku said. He said, we have less than a 5% chance of surviving our uranium uh, situation, in other words, nuclear war, and that will bomb ourselves back into a Stone Age. That's his belief. And he said the nations that do it eliminate the factions that will go to war with each other. They kind of live by the old Hopi proverb, there's no tree so foolish as to have branches fight among themselves. And and I and and I listen, I'm not advocating for this crap. But Michio Kaku might have a point. To, he, he is for freedom, but he says totalitarianism probably is what enables many uh, systems around the universe to survive because they eliminate the t- internal conflict that would destroy them during their uranium period. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, every king, or excuse me, every kingdom that went out beyond its borders and conquered was definitely a totalitarian state. And all the successful ones were. Um, the crown was no argument in that, you know, uh, Rome, Greece, the Persians, I mean, the, the Egyptians, it was all ruled, um, by a singular head figure and it had to be that way. There's no confusion of direction. I think that's the, that's an eventuality for some of our major super states. I mean, right now. The problem with America is we don't have an actual figurehead. We don't really have a president. So because of that, we have Congress who is, you know, just a couple hundred guys and gals doing whatever they want, not agreeing upon anything that helps us. And so because of that, Dave, we're just treading water, being surrounded by sharks. But all the sharks, all, all the sharks have a singular motive. And you know what? Let me mistake. I made a mistake. The Democrats act like a dictatorship. The Republicans, those who actually are real Republicans, the Republicans don't know what to do. They, they're like lost puppies sitting out in the water, being just waiting to be eaten. If we would combine ourselves, we would be able to actually make a difference in the country. But you're going to have to have a war in order for that to happen. Because we've all been confused that the Democrats and the Republicans are two different parties, and one is for this side of America and the other is for this side of America, and both know each other is a liar. Even though we both know both sides are friends. But yet the greatest thing that they've been able to do is to make us believe that there's only two places to vote. (laughs) <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Enough All said. right. Here's something I want you to. Uh, I want you to. What what number are we on? We're on number seven, but I want you to listen to this uh, because this is your area. Latin America is moving left. But in yes. difference five years. 
what a difference five years can make. In 2017, right-of-center politicians dominated politics in Latin America. But starting in 2018, the election of Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador in Mexico, the winds have shifted to a center-left candidate um, in Argentina now, a socialist Luis uh, Arce in Bolivia, a socialist Pedro Casillo is now in Peru, and a leftist Gabriel Boric is now president of Chile. So the rest of this is just, you know, and I will say this, they're actually, <laughs> they're actually uh, applauding the leftist and the socialist. Uh-huh. So I'm not I'm not even going to read that, but let's talk about what's going on in South America. Yeah, this is really pretty simple. In fact, I'm actually interviewing Sam Arnold on this in a day or two. Um, Brazil's on the edge of civil war. Their military has declared dominion in China to have stolen election. Um, there is the transfer of power going on, but the military says they're not recognizing it. Uh, Peru has already replaced their corrupt leader, and the stolen election was part of it. He was a communist. Uh, Chile has problems. Uh, Argentina has house arrested their uh, vice president and the president is under investigation uh, and they're hardcore communists. So what I'm which so when you said that, are they turning leftists? Yes and no. The leftist move is there. China is involved in all of these issues, particularly in Brazil. But at the end of the day, the people are pushing back. Well, we gotta we gotta throw a wild card in here, and we're gonna move outside of uh, Latin America and talk about Iran. Iran in 2022 had some of the biggest protests ever, which the mullahs are saying that this is propaganda caused by Israel and America, and you know the the whole chant "Women, Life, Freedom," um, and they've killed over 450 protesters. 450 protesters. Um, that's bigger than the town that I grew up in. Of course, me and my wife grew up in a 400-person town. But, I mean, that's that's an entire town of people over-protesting. And the barbarity, the public execution of pro- uh, protesters, all this stuff is going on in Iran, and it's getting like zero mainstream media coverage and you hear nothing about it from this white house why do you think that because it's not the news they want out very simple hear no evil see no evil do you think we're to blame for it we have our hands in everything who knows where that 60 percent missing pentagon money has gone Sixty percent of their budget missing. They have failed five audits. Why hasn't somebody been court-martialed? We don't do stuff like that anymore, Dave. We court-martial law and order with common sense. No, no, we don't. Yeah, we we court-martial common sense now. I I thought the last bastion of hope was my Marine Corps, and now the Marine Corps has gone woke, and. I I honestly I hesitate when I think about war fighting. I have history books surrounding me right now of wars and accounts of wars. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Strategies, tactical plans, and I, I, I skim through these every now and then whenever I'm bored just to reread an old battle. And I sit back and I realize, Dave, we can't fight the way we used to. This is a fifth generation war. It would be much easier if we were storming beaches with fixed bayonets. But that's not where we're at anymore. We thought with World War One, with the introduction of mustard gas and chlorine, uh, the trench warfare, the flamethrower, the tank, the shotgun, we thought with these instruments of war 
that we would be able to dominate and silence any evil power that rose. But all we did was just give spark to the idea of what man can do to man in war. And then World War II completely changed our minds of what man can do to his fellow man in war because of what happened in the ghettos, what happened in uh, Dachau and Auschwitz and other different places. Um, now it's gotten worse. We don't have the industrial scale murder of people, but instead we're keeping people alive long enough to harvest their organs. So with this new fifth generation war, it, it's, it's no longer, I run across your boundary line. I plant my flag. I win. Now, you know, this is America. Uh, we're, we're beyond this pettiness of war. We're getting into the psychological idea, and this is when things can go truly, truly uh, volatile and kinetic very fast. Because what you see going on right now, and you mentioned this last year, what you see going on right now is that every country around the world has experienced some form of protest against their government or revolution against their government. Do you think that will continue in 2023? I think it's going to accelerate. So, I think yeah. Iran would be the worst place for that acceleration. It's going to cross national boundaries, too. It will, because you get the wrong crazy group of people in charge who fear that the left and, and Israel are about to overthrow them. If they have a nuclear weapon, you can see that strike coming a mile away. But we also have operations ready for that, like Operation Nitro Zeus, something that's been trained on how to actually take out the fusion centers and the deep underground bunkers. However, the big however is this. You would have to have administrative cooperation to carry out an operation like that. And I believe Biden is serving the side that wants America to fail. The WEF, he will prevent well, that it- from happening. Well, and that this type of failure makes sense, though. And I'll tell you why I think it would happen. I think Biden would allow the attack on Iran to happen, even though him and his president gave, what, a couple billion dollars to Iran. So the reason why I, I think they would allow this operation to go down is because, according to some friends of mine who were involved in this operation, uh, the training for it anyways, is that the special operations community was briefed that they are expected to lose 80% of all operational assets, 80% of all special forces and the Rangers and whatever airborne units were going to be dropped in to include the Marine That's Operation Nitro Zeus, right? Yep. An 80% death rate. You cannot train that back up in a couple years. You remember when I talked to that Nitro Zeus guy, uh-huh. the person who was active in it? Those are exactly the figures he said. Yep. That, that's almost a suicide mission. But here's the deal. Biden is keeping open borders at any cost. And we have fentanyl killing record number of Americans. And he doesn't care. He serves China, and China is the source of the fentanyl. Biden is going to do what it takes to bring this country down. The only thing, and I said this in the opening, he has done of a positive nature is those pardons he recently gave uh, lesser convicted drug users. Uh, What, 44 years for possession of pot? That person should have been pardoned. But aside from that, he will do nothing for America. He is your enemy, people. He wants your destruction. You take away energy from an energy-producing nation, and you call that leadership? Oh, it's climate change. Show me the flipping data. There is none. We're just accepting what they say at face value with no scientific proof. Amen. To go along with that, let's talk about COVID easing. So, number five, pandemics eventually end. Three years after COVID bursts onto the scene, the world appears to have turned the corner on the first global pandemic in the century. Um, 
and the lockdowns, travel restrictions, and other security measures that were imposed in COVID have swept across the world are now starting to ease. But we know that's a damn lie because they're starting to come back in uh, the entire lockdown of China again. Now you have to be screened if you're coming from China into America, which I think that is smart. But this this lockdown's coming for this year. It's going to hit probably, I think, midsummer. It'll probably hit around midsummer, and then it'll carry on all the way into 2024. I bet you it'll be another year of lockdown again because you got the tri pandemic, you got whatever new uh, COVID variant that's out there, you got the uh, respiratory virus that is supposedly very dangerous, and the other thing is. And Dave, they mentioned this for months and months and months, is that the next big COVID outbreak is going to be deadly to children. And if you recall, it was um, Bill Gates. I'm thinking of your former student, but it was Bill Gates who actually said that whenever they ran the models, that the next variant will be from a terrorist organization that will unleash this next variant upon the world. Well, maybe um, we're going to have a lockdown, whether it's real, based on reality or not, because a lockdown is how you control people, how you destroy economies and take away rights. And this is what they need to do to install the new world order. They, they are they are to a point where people are rebelling in record numbers to the totalitarianism, as we mentioned. They need to shift gears. A world war will do just fine. That's one method. A lockdown that becomes like China lockdown, that's next. Um, they could do a combination of things or just one thing. But they are clearly laying the path for another lockdown, absolutely positively. I mean, look at the ads. You want a barometer? Look at the ads. Oh, watch out for COVID. Take your vaccination. Uh, what is it? 7,500 vaccination injuries per day now, and we're supposed to line up, roll up our sleeve. They, they have ignored everything about vaccine injury, everything, because they, and I'll tell you this too, Doug, this is my conspiracy theory. What have they done differently with the vaccines? Children, 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 children need to be vaccinated. Well, since we know the vaccines can be deadly, couldn't they just say, hey, look, it, the, the, the virus is here. Look at all these dead kids. But really, in effect, it's the vaccines we're giving the kids that are healthy. Well, and not only that, but we have a slew of healthy young people around the world who have now cre- created a, uh, a cardiac uh, issue, and many of it is unknown. Yeah. There are many people in the beginning, and this is very sad, uh, but there, there are many people in the beginning who – Unfortunately, just drop like a rock in the middle of a sporting event, uh, you know, the professional athletes, and then you have elderly citizens and then many different people who were parts of governments around the world uh, dropping and dying and convulsing and not recovering. So you have a, a second advent of this. Um, could you imagine? Let me Let me throw this hypothetical out there to you, Dave. And I know the Pentagon recently said that they're not going to be going through with the uh, the jab of every single member of the military. So I want you to consider this, please. We know that the clot shot causes clots in the arteries. We know that it causes heart problems. We know that for some people, it's almost immediate death. And then in other people, it's latent and it can carry on a while. And then a strenuous activity happens and then, bam, heart attack. What happens when you have an entire military engaged in military operations all with this shot? During the train-ups? Yeah, yeah. During the- but you know, they've skipped certain segments of the population. I've come to believe there's different batches. Some are deadly, some are kind of deadly, some are fairly benign. And I think to high-profile athletes like 
you know, Major League Baseball and so on, you don't see all these reactions. You see them in the general population. So I think when the leagues, you know, in Hollywood mandated certain things, I think they got the benign vaccines. I think the general population got the loaded vaccines. Uh, because that's what I'm seeing with regard to the um, response to negative vaccines. And VAERS has stopped counting. Yep. Can you believe that? They've stopped counting. Yep. And you're not going to be able to sue. There will be no suing for vaccine damage. My wife and I have had this conversation so many times about the uh, epidemic of these companies and the vaccine damage and how much they get away with it. I mean, genocidal. That's how many people can die from these vaccine batches. Uh, I mean, there's, there's not enough, there's not enough knowledge and study on the repercussions of these vaccines. And yet they've told people, get your fourth vaccine, get your fifth. If you recall, uh, two years ago when you and I were talking about this with the whole COVID thing, I told you that we had gotten word from a Canadian government that eventually you will have six shots, six shots. And you and I were discussing this and, you know, we don't really know exactly what that meant that you would get six shots. But the more this played out, the more this played out, get your booster, get your third booster, then get your fourth booster, then get your fifth booster. And the entire time I'm scratching my head, out of all the times I've caught the flu, which is very few, uh, I think maybe on one hand I can count how many times I've caught the flu since being an adult and being unaware of what the flu is. Um, I, I think I think whenever I started seeing that, like every couple months, get this updated shot, get this updated shot, and get another shot, I just, I went, wow, I heard about this two years ago that you would get six shots, and that came from Trudeau's government. I'll be damned. We're on the path to doing it. Two more shots, and we'll be up to six. I mean, we have people dying all around us with two shots, three shots, four shots. What do you think six shots will do to people, Dave? Um, Might as well be having an IV into your arm. They're making... Pfizer a lot of money. Oh, they're making a ton of money. Ton of money. Yeah, Australia and, is launching an investigation right now that Pfizer bribed the top Australian health officials to get the effects they wanted so they could make more money. Is it true? Probably. Um, okay, what number are we on? All right, we're on number four. You'll love this one. Inflation returns. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sometimes the good old days were not so good. The late 1970s are a case in point. Anyone who lived through those years experienced what it was like to see inflation eat through the paychecks. And now the Federal Reserve raised interest rates had triggered a brutal recession coming. Um, I think I think the big recession is coming. Um, they're saying that. Economists are warning that the inflation rates have fallen too low and might trigger a disastrous deflationary spiral in America. But the peril could actually be worldwide. How could that be worldwide if America falls? Because of interconnected currencies and business dealings. Um, stock markets are somewhat connected. That's why people play their arbitrages. Yeah, I can see it happening. Uh, the bottom line is we just passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, as I like to call it, and the Republicans were a big factor. So when I say the Republican leadership has sold us out, there you go, $1.7 trillion. Oh, but they assured us it wasn't inflationary. Right. Okay, what's next? All right, so we got climate change. Next. Climate change. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> climate change intensifies. Forty years ago, when scientists first warned of a possible climate catastrophe, it was a problem for the future. 2020 showed that the perilous future has arrived. Once rare extreme weather events became commonplace, 
Europe experienced record heat waves that burned forests and dried up rivers. Over over what Act- period of time? There's no data. Oh, this this is There's hey, no man. flipping data. Listen, this they're is putting the, the bulls in the ships. Order. They're putting the bulls in the ships, and all we have is bullshit. We have no meteorological patterns that are being violated. They never talk about this. Oh, it's a three-year low. It's a 10-year low. That's not how you measure climatic change. And the climate's going to change anyway. One volcanic explosion erases all of the carbon we put out. I mean, it's bigger. Wasn't it the the Paris Accord where they said we had like 1,200 days until uh, like a worldwide disaster or whatever? Yeah. And then AOC said we only had 12 years left. Oh, A- AOC doesn't have 12 brain cells left. But when when we take a look at, uh, like, Paul Ehrlichman, the population bomb, oh, we're going to be overcrowded. We're running out of oil by 1990. This is what we heard in the 70s gas lines. We're running out of oil. We won't have any oil. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. That's why we have to ban it, because there's so, so little of it. Um, this is all bull crap. Climate change is nothing about, see, here's the thing, the world's economy is based on energy. If you limit energy and control energy, you control countries. Doesn't matter who their ruler is, doesn't matter what the Constitution says, you control the country, and this is what climate change is all about. It's the greatest deception. It will go down as the second greatest deception in history. The first will be yep. the Antichrist. Okay, what's, what's the next one? U.S.-China tensions grow. So I think we don't even have to cover this. Um, China is very belligerent with their government. They're no longer a paper tiger. China has stated numerous amounts of times that the goal is to overcome America financially, industrially, and then finally militarily. Did you know that There's a Chinese general, God, I have it saved somewhere on my computer, and he said that they were recruiting jihadi terrorists from the Middle East, and for $10,000, they trained thousands of these jihadi terrorists, and then they went and released them back into the Middle East with instructions to attack United States coalition forces. And they're crossing our border. No, we're doing business deals with them. Our senators and congressmen. No, no, no. I'm not talking that are, end. Of it. I know what you're saying. In their beds with them. But they're we're doing we're letting them into our country. We have 150 Absolutely. nations that are crossing our southern border. The whole world. Yeah. The whole world is coming in. You know, yeah. back in the back in the 60s, the people used to chant in the 1968 Democratic Convention when they beat up the college kids protesting. They were chanting, "The whole world's watching." The whole yeah. world's watching. Today, we could be chanting, "The whole world's coming." The whole world's coming. That's where we're at. Well, okay. you know, on once on one side of the hemisphere, we have our government that is collapsing, along with Trudeau's government that's becoming more of a dictatorship. Latin America is completely going the communist route. And then you flip over to the other hemisphere. Russia is fighting Ukraine. China is about to invade Taiwan. So let's talk about China and Taiwan real quick. You got any updates for us on that? It's more of just the same um, same nonsense, intimidation. Uh, they're still flying sorties over Taiwan. Um North Korea is still putting drones over Seoul, so that's still going on. So, yeah, yeah, but it's just. Hey, I lost my mic for a second. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, let me answer your question. It's more of the same. They're still beta testing Taiwan's reactions by flying sorties, and North Korea still tantalizing with South Korea. Um, Vietnam's being harassed on the open seas by China. Uh, so it's more of the same. But I, I look at this much like probing, in that uh, the probing is taking place 
in preparation for war. They're checking defense response capabilities. And I think also, too, China is going to push the needle as far as they can until America decides to get involved. And I, and I think China's testing America's resolve. And I don't think they have much to worry about because Joe will help them. Yeah. He'll go, he'll go well, over there and load their guns for them. Well, don't forget, Joe Biden recently said that we will defend Taiwan. And yeah. then the White House had to go and, um, and, and walk back Joe Biden's statements. I've never seen a president be corrected more by the White House. And I've worked for four of them. But I've never seen a president that has been just so lackadaisical with his, with his tongue when he speaks that he's not even reading from his own cue cards anymore. And, I mean, the guy could literally cause an international incident, but the Chinese aren't worried because that's their Joe. That's their guy. So, Okay, uh, I heard you. Last, lastly, uh, Russia invades Ukraine. So I'm not going to read any of this because we've talked so much about Ukraine. Let's talk about the, the real big elephant in the room. With this omnibus bill, we gave another, was it $40 billion or $60 billion to Ukraine? I, I would say that we have no idea where that money is going in Ukraine. There's so much dirt in Ukraine. There, there's, there's so much corruption from the American diplomats who have been there, uh, to other world, or excuse me, other world, um, other countries diplomats that have been in there. You have a lot of resources in the ground that are very tantalizing for people to want. And then also one of the biggest power grids in Europe lies in Ukraine. So Ukraine is a hot button topic. But I don't think it's such a hot-button topic where you saw in 20, 2022, everybody pulled out the yellow and blue I support Ukraine flag because Russia is always the bad guy. What we pointed out was the atrocities that were happening by the Azov <coughs> Nazi battalion. And now we even have pictures of members of the Nazi battalion with their Nazi battalion insignia in the White House, and in the halls of Congress. And even whenever Zelensky came out and he demanded more from Congress and more money from Congress, more more tanks, more planes, more bullets, more guns, more money. And the thing that is the most repulsive to me is that Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi, two very uh, likewise traitors amongst themselves, raise the Ukrainian flag inside our capital. Yeah, I know, I know, I saw that. But you have to understand, Nancy flies her own flag every day. She is who she is. Her flag is Jim Beam, and the Secret Service has to drive her home frequently. So they are what they are. We are being governed by political... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> you tell them so fighting and stuff. We're being governed by political prostitutes. And that's what they walk out down the halls of Congress with their hands out. And and uh, their mission is to screw America out of all their money. And to do that, you got to take away all their freedoms. And the WEF wants depopulation because that's what the Satanists want on this planet. And this is yep. what we face. This is what we go into the new. If people understood what I stood, uh, there would be revolutions all over this planet right now. It'd be Karl Marx, Workers of the World Unite. But this time, he'd be right. Well, unfortunately, what's going to happen in America is that we are going to not have an illustrious, illustrious glorious Civil War 2.0. <laughs> we are going to be threatened, intimidated, and locked up by a ever-growing dictatorship within our government. And then all that... Uh, resistance and esprit de corps that was America is going to die out one mean tweet at a time on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and um, that's yeah. you're right. That's the most upsetting thing about it. You're, like, you're right. We, we could do something about it. The average person thinks this is just a bad dream. It's going to blow over. It'll be OK. The only thing blowing over are your liberties and potentially your survival because they will use food and water to control you. And they're going to sacrifice your kids on the altar of military industrial complex profits. 
in Ukraine. That's what you have to look forward to, folks, and that's the price of inaction. And this is why we're trying to sound the alarm, and we hope that you'll help us in doing that so we can rise up because Biden's going to keep doing what Biden does until we stop him. Doug, we're flat out of time. we got to scoot, but thanks a lot for this. Welcome to the new year, ladies and gentlemen. Doug, thank you. Take care, Dave. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.